When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, IDP Army. Ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for, IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. What is up, IDP Army? It's your man, Jordan Reigns, at 50 Shades of Drunk. If you're on Twitter, back again, another episode of the IDP Army podcast. We're talking mostly IDP, all fantasy football. Today, I have a special show. We're going to be talking seven of my favorite IDP fantasy football sleepers for 2022. So stick around. We're going to have a great show for you guys. All right, if it's your first time with us, uh, this is the IDP Army Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Uh, if it's not your first time with us, thanks for coming back. We appreciate it. Uh, good show today. One of my favorite series of the season. We are going to talk about some sleepers. Going to do three or four videos on the channel, podcasts like this. Um, was a really good series last year. Had some good hits on the sleepers. Trevon Diggs, Jordan Brooks. Um, who were some other guys that hit last year? Some guys that didn't hit, though, you know, Damian Wilson, uh, Josh Sweat kind of put up his typical numbers, but you can go check those out. Uh, but this is just some guys that I think you're going to be able to get later in drafts that have value, um, you know, maybe even getting trades that are going to help you win your leagues this year, I think. Uh, before we get to that, though, we did have some news. Minka Fitzpatrick did sign a new deal with the Steelers. That was literally today. That is June 15th. Uh, now the highest paid safety in the league. So he is back. Love that. I actually threw one of my favorite memes up on Twitter which is, uh, you'll have to go check it out. But if you know, people love to clown Minka Fitzpatrick as a not good IDP fantasy football asset for like two or three years. He's been great. He's been fine. Uh, last year, he finished as a top 12 guy. So 
Um, we've been on here for a while. So good for him. Good for him to get that money. Um, wonder how awkward it is for him and Flores to be working in the same building. Next piece of news, another piece of safety news, Kari Willis. This was kind of a shocker. This actually just came out 10, 15 minutes ago, um, is retiring from the NFL. He is a man of God, and he is going to pursue active work in the ministry. Um, I'm assuming it's a Christian ministry. I didn't really read exactly what this, but he said God and listening to his heart and all that stuff. So kudos to you, my guy. You know, if you can listen to that voice in your heart, go for it. Kind of sucks for us IDP people because I've been on Kari Willis for a while. You guys know I love me a good uh, safety, but congrats, my guy. Good luck in your ministry pursuits. Maybe, you know, he's only 24, 25, I think. So maybe he'll come back to the league. Maybe you won't. Um, but yeah. So if you have him on your team, he's gone now. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on that safety situation for the Colts going forward. See how they adjust for that. Um, okay. Before we get into the sleepers, which we are going to have seven of, go to the Patreon and support the show, um, support the IDP army. Like I said, this year I'm transitioning to content creation full time. I've had three or four new people join the Patreon just in the past day. It means the world to me, guys. Like it really means the world to me that you guys appreciate my content. You're willing to support what we do here. Um, and I, I, I really, really appreciate it and love it. We got a lot of cool stuff over there. I'll run some, you know, I'll tell you a little bit more about what's on the Patreon further down the road, but Let's get to what you're here for. Let's get to the sleepers, the IDP fantasy football sleepers for this year. Uh, my seven favorite right now, but I said we'll have more soon. So let's go ahead and bring them up. Let's make them a big. So my first guy this year is Rashawn Evans. All right. I've talked about Rashawn Evans in the past, formerly of the Tennessee Titans. He now finds himself on the the Falcons, um, they removed Full State Olakun from the mix. He is now with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So he walks into a situation where he should be more or less the starting uh, linebacker there, aside, uh, opposite of Deion Jones, in a very fruitful linebacker spot. Deion, or Deion Jones and Foysad Olakun last year, or two years ago, should I rather, uh, finished as top 12 linebackers. This last year, Foysad Olakun finished as a top three linebacker. Rashawn Evans is sliding into that spot. He's joining, you know, you can see here on the graphic, he's joining his old coach, Arthur Smith. Um it's a good opportunity for him to actually break out this year. I know a lot of people have had him on their dynasty teams and fantasy teams. I've touted him before as well because, I mean, he is a, a slightly underrated player in my opinion, um, but I think he's really going to be put in a spot this year with the Falcons where, one, he's going to play plenty of defensive snaps, and two, you know, he's in a spot that we know produces high-level linebacker play. Uh, let's take a quick look here real fast at his uh, production profile from the index. 2021, as you can see, he was uh, didn't play a whole, whole lot. They ended up bringing in Zach Cunningham towards the end of the year. Um, I don't know if that was a following out with the coaching staff or what, but, you know, 445 snaps, not exactly what you want to see. But his points per snap were at a career high this last year, 0.27. I don't think that's something we should completely ignore. Um, we'll go back a year, though, 0.2, and then we'll go back another year, 0.25. So not saying he's going to be like a, a blowout linebacker one, but the environment that he finds himself in now versus the environment that he just came from, there's a lot more potential upside. So I have him as a sleeper right now. I don't think you're going to see him in anybody's top 15, 20, 30, maybe even 30 linebackers, including mine right now going into the year. But I think he does quietly have that kind of upside. So I wanted to bring him up as my first player on the uh, IDP sleeper list this year. So let's slide on to my next guy. And I got Kazir White. All right, Kazir White, you guys know I've loved him for a while. Formerly of the Chargers, now finds himself on the Eagles who need linebacker help, losing Alex Singleton in the offseason. They drafted some guys, um, but the linebacker position for them is tough. Now, why am I kind of more in on Kazir White 
than maybe other, you know, options there with the Eagles. Maybe they've had longer. It just comes down to the fact that he isn't he's he's good. He's better than people want to admit. 17 game starter last season for Brandon Staley and this crazy, you know, and his crazy awesome defensive scheme and all this stuff. One sack, 144 combined tackles that put him in the top 10 at tackles, 90 of those being solo, two forced fumbles, two interceptions, nothing too shabby there. Only three pass deflections, not crazy, but one year deal, $5 million. Um, prove it deal, but I, I'm still in. Like, I think that he's going to prove it. Uh, he it might be a Devondre Campbell situation where for two years we were hope, you know, we didn't really recognize exactly what we had on our hands, but he's in a situation where he can produce at a high level this year. So I don't want people to, um, you know, just assume that these other linebackers that the Eagles have are going to be those guys. The 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 brand equity of Kazir White maybe not as high as some other players, but um, he's he he has a chance to produce and he's coming off of a top twelve season. I cannot stress that enough. Only twenty five years old, uh, yeah. So get you some Kazir White. We we're bullish on him. He's my second sleeper. And again. I want to emphasize too here quickly, you know, some people may like Jordan, these aren't deep sleepers. You're not, you're not going 200 deep, blah, blah, blah. Fantasy IDP fantasy. You guys know is a bit different. You know what I mean? Just because a guy is consensus good, like Kazir white probably will be this year. And maybe he is ranked higher and should be valued higher. Doesn't mean that's what the rest of your league mates in the industry is viewing him as. Okay, so when I say sleeper, I'm not saying necessarily this guy's, you know, somebody lower on the list. There are going to be players coming up soon that you're going to be like, that's not really a sleeper. But I'm just letting you know that if you're getting them, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten rounds later than the other player you were going to put in that slot, whether or not he's a known commodity or not, at that point in the draft, he has become a sleeper because people are sleeping on what he can do for you. So just wanted to bring that up with Kazir White before we roll on to our next player. This is going to be one of my favorite ones, and that is Emmanuel Ogba. All right, now I have his uh, advanced his stats here from the last two seasons. So I want you guys to really just take a look at what he's done the last two years: fifty-one solos, thirty-two assists, fifteen tackles for loss, forty-five quarterback hits in the last two years. That's some crazy stuff. Eighteen tackle or eighteen sacks. Okay, and he's done this only while starting twenty-three games. He's played thirty-three, only started twenty-three. I also want you to look at the pass deflections, 17 pass deflections. That is an insane number for a defensive line player to have. Not saying he's going to put up, you know, nine this next year. He did have 12 this last year, though, which put him as one of the highest defended pass players in the whole NFL across any position. Um, I don't think that that can be swept under the rug or talked about enough because if you can stop the play from happening at the line of scrimmage, and not only that, by getting your hand on the ball, you're creating turnover opportunities. It's what we call impact plays here. It's what we call impact plays in IDP one, two, three. There's a chance for more things to happen. You bat the ball, great. He gets his three points. Okay, so what happens now? Um, you know, Joe Blow behind him runs up and intercepts it. Okay, now all of a sudden he's got an interception. Okay, now he's running to the end zone. So there's just so many other things that can happen off of these impact plays. And if a guy is at the defensive line position and he's able to bat, you know, like I said, last year it was 12 balls. That's huge. That's a meaningful, meaningful play. And I'm going to bring up his, actually bring up his, his snap counts here too. He did this last year on 755 snaps. Like I said, he wasn't even a full-time starter. 12 pass deflections, 24 quarterback hits. There were players that played a lot more snaps than that, didn't have 24 quarterback hits. So Emmanuel Agba, kind of like that conversation I was having just a minute ago about, 
what's a sleeper and what's not a sleeper. People that have played IDP for a while probably know Emmanuel Agua is coming off two years ago, a top 15 season. This year he's coming off of a top 20 season. But when you're looking at a player that, you know, again, in your drafts or a trade values, you're going to be able to get a lot, a lot, a lot of value on him because he's Emmanuel Agba. He doesn't have double-digit sacks in any seasons of his career, all right? So people are going to hold that against him. They're not going to look at the auxiliary stats, the auxiliary metrics, the things that he can bring to the table otherwise, 15 tackles for loss, 45 quarterback hits. So, um, you know, if you're punting the defensive line position a little later in your draft, which I'm fine with, I encourage people to do that sometimes too because you can get crazy good value. Look at Robert Quinn last year. Motherfucker was basically undrafted finishes the DL six second most sacks in the league. All right. These things happen. So this is a position that I'm okay. Pushing it down the, down the road a little bit as far as drafting. And it's a position where you can catch a lot of upside. So if you can look for the auxiliary stats that are intact and a guy that maybe hasn't hit his full potential in the sack department, again, 20, 20 some odd quarterback hits, you know, he could easily convert a couple more of those into sacks. You're looking at a player that could shoot himself up into that top, Six, seven with the right things happening for him. So he is our third sleeper. I believe was that the third one of the, yeah, that's our third sleeper of the seven that we are going to do. I'm going to give you all one more before we run the little ad here. But um, all right, this one, love my bills. Shout out to my bills. This is Gregory Roussel. Now he, he had a good season as far as play and he was extremely, extremely productive. And I, I say that, he played 531 snaps, not a whole, whole lot of snaps, but he came through with 50 tackles, four sacks, four pass deflections, an interception, and a forced fumble, and eight tackles for loss. All of that he did on 500 and some change snaps. That's that's very impressive from an efficiency standpoint. Um, the 50 tackles on that is also extremely efficient for a defensive line player. Bringing in Von Miller this offseason, bringing back Jordan Phillips. I think they brought back Shaq Lawson uh, as well. So this, there's going to be, they're going to keep these guys fresh. And if we're seeing Gregory Roussel, a fresh Gregory Roussel, you know, who's been rotating with Jerry Hughes, other players maybe of a lesser caliber than Von Miller, it's it's going to be a, an interesting season for Gregory Roussel. And I think there's a lot, a lot, a lot of upside to be captured because of his efficiency in the tackling game. Now, I don't not saying that's necessarily just going to repeat itself next year, but if you I mean again, 50 tackles on just a little just a smidge over 500 snaps, that's that's some extremely efficient stuff and he's trying he's getting busy out there. So I do not want to discount, you know, what, you know, Bills defensive line players, people are like, "Oh, they rotate. Oh, you can't trust them." You know, you know you guys know all the things people just say about IDP positions, teams, players, etc. Or maybe you don't know, but that is something people say. Um, and that's fine. I'm not saying that's wrong or right. I'm just saying Gregory Rousseau, you know, he finished as DL38 not great this year, not great, but again, 500 snaps and he was extremely efficient. You give him a couple of more sacks in there. Um, and, and, and we're, we're suddenly putting him up there with, you know, guys like, Oh, I don't know, Kyle Van Noy or, or Marcus golden. You know, he's only about 40 points away from being a top 20 guy. That's only three sacks. You know what I mean? Plus you get the quarterback hits and all that in there. So you can quickly see how, Things can go well for him, and he can finish a lot better than he did this last year. So keep an eye out for Gregory Roussel. He's one of my favorite 
sleepers at this moment. I'm going to run uh, the ad here for the Ultimate IDP Index and our Patreon, and then I'm going to finish off with you guys. I'm going to give you my last three sleepers for IDP Fantasy Football for this video, and then I'll get you all out of here. What's good, IDP Army? It's Jordan Reigns, and quickly I want to tell you guys today about the big project I've been working on, the Ultimate IDP Index. The Ultimate IDP Index is the number one resource for IDP Fantasy Football players, rookies or veterans for 2021. Inside, you're going to find contract information, tiered IDP rankings, detailed player production profiles going back to 2017, suggested trade values, and a whole lot more, including unique write-ups, unique videos that will only be available within the Ultimate IDP Index. But to me, probably the most valuable thing is the fact that the trade value estimation tool is going to be updated weekly. So you'll always be aware of what a player is worth in your dynasty league at any given moment. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for the IDP Army Patreon today. Patreon.com forward slash the IDP Army. Join the Black Ops tier and join the IDP Army today. Hey, and we're back. Like I said, appreciate everyone who has signed up for the index and the Patreon. Means a lot. You know, like I said, we're transitioning this to a full time, you know, fantasy sports media company. Um, so you're the audience we serve. We're giving you this stuff for free. And if you guys love it, if you want to be more affiliated with the brand and stuff, hop into our community, hop into our chats and stuff. Also, the merch store is up and running. Go get yourself some swag. Uh, there should be a link in the description and right below this video. So let's get right back to the good stuff the juice, the fantasy goodness. Brandon Jones is the next player up. Um, okay, so Brandon Jones, a player I've had my eye on for two years. Safety for the Miami Dolphins. Um, you probably won't hear his name come up a lot from a lot of people because he wasn't a full-time player this last year. A lot of people, I mean, they just they just obsess over the snaps. You know what I'm saying? This guy doesn't have the snaps to show up on any of those people's radars. Played 386 snaps as a rookie. Played 646 last year. Now, what I want to you to realize about Brandon is, you know, Brandon Jones here is one, just because he didn't play a lot of snaps this last year does not mean that does not indicate of the fact that he's going to not play that many snaps this year. So we're forward thinking. So there's there's upside here. OK, so why would people be sleeping on him? Because maybe they don't see that. But here's what I want you to get your head around for just a second on Brandon Jones. This might be the most efficient motherfucker in the whole NFL as far as a defensive back goes. He had 79 combined tackles last year, 16 impact plays, 0.3 points per snap, all right? And he had five sacks. He basically was he basically was what Jamal Adams was on a points per snap basis the last two years, quietly down in Miami, playing close to the line of scrimmage, getting a lot of tackles. Like I said, on just a, what do you play, 600 snaps, I said? 646. That's nothing. Okay, and he put up 197 points, 197 points. You could literally you were able to play Brandon Jones this year. And I did it in leagues as a defensive back two or a DB flex as a guy who was basically playing like 50 percent of snaps. And he would come through for you because he's playing high leverage, high equity snaps. Now, we know Brian Flores is no longer part of the team. Okay, that's fine. They brought in Javon Holland. Also fine. Does not mean Brandon Jones cannot continue to ascend. And we've seen just a little taste of what that looks like. Again, I challenge you to go find me a safety who has, you know, 
six sacks on less than, you know, 12, 1,100 snaps in his career, not named Jamal Adams. You know what I mean? And even Jamal Adams, like, he may have had more snaps than that to get there. So Brandon Jones, the reason he's a sleeper is because he didn't, he doesn't, he doesn't have the, 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 the snap share that everybody looks for in the general sort of IDP fantasy consensus world. So he's not going to show up on their radar. But again, I want you to look at this. Look at these points. He made a lot of bread and butter on non solo tackle points he's an impact player actually let me make this bigger here real quick his impact play rate was 2.48 that's very high that's very high especially for a defensive back and only one pass deflection a safety with one pass deflection there are still points on the field for brandon jones in even last year so He's one of my favorite sleepers going this year. I've already got him on basically every single one of my IDP teams um, that I can. he's available on. And if he's out there in yours, go get him. And if, if your league mates aren't watching this or they're not aware, yada, yada, get him cheap. I mean, send out a fourth, a third-round pick for him in Dynasty, and you're going to be able to ride this guy who is 23 years old, coming off a 79 combined tackle season on 600-ish snaps. Again, I cannot... I don't know how else to iterate to you the, the value you're getting with him. And he's probably going to shoot up close to that 900 to 1,000 snaps this year. It would not shock me one bit if Brandon Jones finishes a top 10 defensive back in IDP this year. So he's my sleeper right now. I'm, I'm interested to see if he, his uh, ADP picks up or if the conversation picks up around him after this video. But I'm very bullish on Brandon uh, Jones. You should be too. Let's move on to number six. This is an interesting one. This is Bobby McCain. He actually used to play for Miami, where Brandon Jones is now. Um, last year, we, you know, I was a big Cameron Curl guy. That's why you'll see on this, the screen here. I have a little blurb from him. Bobby McCain, Brandon, uh, Bobby McCain, Cameron Curl, and <clears throat> Landon Collins. All three played a lot of meaningful snaps last year for the uh, Washington football team slash commanders. Um, but the reality is that. In this blurb right here, you'll see it. I'll just read it off to you. Um, this is from three months ago. It says, Bobby McCain <clears throat> Bobby McCain agrees to a two-year, $11 million contract with the Commanders, per Adam Schefter. And then the analysis underneath says, McCain won the starting job at safety over Cameron Curl to start 21 campaign and totaled 63 tackles. Now, I'm going to read the Cameron Curl blurb. Cameron Curl, knee, finished with 99 tackles, five passes defended. Um, Cameron Curl had more points than Bobby McCain. And they said he started that, but I went and looked. I mean, they 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 both started a lot of games. So I, I don't know who wrote this blurb about Bobby McCain taking his job. Um, I think they worked together in tandem. If you go look, actually, I'm just gonna pull up Cameron Curl right now. I'm just gonna pull it up because you know I, I like we have the information. We're on the internet. Yeah. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Cameron Curl started 14 games last year. So I mean, unless Bobby McCain just literally started those three games that he didn't, that 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 statement is not right. So you're living in a world where Cameron Curl is getting dunked on. Now, I'm saying all this to circle back around and say, Bobby McCain this year is going to be good, okay? And he's going to be really good because Brandon or uh, Landon Collins is now gone. We know Cameron Curl can play deep and close to the line of scrimmage. We saw that in his rookie season. He can be free or strong safety. Bobby McCain, also a little bit of one of those guys who can do a little bit of everything. He can play in the slot. He can play safety. He can, you know, and I don't think he'll be playing strong safety. But with Landon Collins not being brought back this year, uh, there's room for Bobby McCain to pick up a lot of tackles and a lot of plays. So uh, I, I put both those blurbs on this graphic just so you guys could see that, you know, in IDP, in the fantasy, in the defensive fantasy football world, football world, there's just like a disconnect from the actual reality sometimes of what you'll read and what you'll see versus what actually happened. So not shading Bobby McCain, but I do want, and I'm, I'm bringing him up as a sleeper because I do think he's going to have a great year this year. But they totally shaded Cameron Curl in that, and I think that Cameron Curl might actually end up being a sleeper later on down the road in a future video. So I want to bring that up. All right, final guy. This is going to be my fa- one of my favorites. Uh, we have three slides for him because he's that prolific. We have Logan Ryan. Okay, why does he have three slides? Because this guy has been quietly one of the best, most consistent IDP assets the last since I started playing. First year I started playing IDP fantasy football, I'll go to that year, 2019, he was the number one defensive back this year. He had over four sacks here with one, two, three, four and a half sacks. He had a ton of tackles, a bunch of forced fumbles, interceptions. He was a beast that year for the um, Tennessee Titans. Was an incredible player, played safety in that cornerback role um, and all that. It, it, but it was easy to kind of think, oh, he's old because he, he that, that year because he's like he was 28. He's still only 30, 31 years old right now. And you see safeties go very, very, very have prolific numbers late into their careers. Um, So he was the number one overall defensive back two years ago. This last year, uh, two years ago, I'm sorry, three years ago, two years ago in 2020, not the same kind of prolific season numbers wise, uh, no sacks, only one sack that year. Tackles never got into those double digits. But if you can look at the points here on the screen, Still very consistent, only was one, two, three, four, five games with single digits. I mean, that happens on offense all the time. Uh, still offered some upside, though. 27-point game looks like there in week nine. But then I want to take it to this last year, 2021. I feel like we got a little bit of a revival from him. Um, the only single-digit games he had were the two that he missed. Still finished this year with an incredibly high tackle number. I don't know what the actual total is. Let me read up. I think it was a, he had a career-high year in tackles, actually. Um, and he missed two games. So he, he was trending good this last year. He's going to be one of those guys where I feel like people are going to be like, eh, I don't really know if I want him because he's a little older, 30 years old. He is on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, my friend. Um, uh, Todd Bowles is still their defensive coordinator, coach, whatever there. He blitzes his safeties, okay? Logan Ryan, this man, and Antoine Woodfield are going to have primo IDP fantasy seasons actually talked about Antoine Winfield like three months ago on a, a Dynasty staff show because people are like, oh, he's not that good, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what it is with people just dunking on safeties like they're a dime a dozen. In my IDP leagues where my defensive back position is being streamed or is in shambles, it shows. It hurts. You know what I'm saying? Getting guys like Logan Ryan who are going to be able to basically lock you in for double digits every single 
week. And again, I bring him up as a sleeper because you're not going to draft. You're not going to have to draft Logan Ryan as a DB one. I promise you that. And he's, there's a very, very, very high likelihood that he finishes as a DB one. So to me, that qualifies as a sleeper. I don't know what his exact ADP is right now. I'm actually kind of in the process of going through drafts um, and mock drafts and stuff that I've kind of been assembling to kind of get an idea of how people are valuing guys like this. But I'm, uh, this is, you know, I, I bring him up because I, like I said, I was kind of not shocked or blown away, but I found it curious that I hadn't realized that he set a career high in tackles and he only played 15 games. So it, it was something where I was like, okay, if I didn't notice that and realize that, and it's probably because that information isn't being presented, you know, out there to the public in a general sort of setting very often. So I'd bring it up. That feels like something that should be more prominently known. 117 tackles from the defensive back position. And I don't see that we're talked about in IDP. Um, that's on me just as much as on anybody else. So bringing it up here and now, Logan Ryan, probably my favorite or one of my favorite sleepers going into this next year. We'll see if he actually remains a uh, a sleeper, though, as we get closer to the season. So I'm going to pull this out of here. We've got a couple of questions in our comments here. I'm going to pull them up. So we have Ajax says, can you do some vids on top rookie IDP that the draft has been over really interested in top strong safeties? We do have a video um, of the top rookie IDPs. Um, I still haven't really dug, dug, dug into it too, too, too much. Um, you know, I, I know Hamilton and Sign, uh, Lewis Sign are the two guys at safety that I'm most interested in this year. That's the best I can give you right now. But as we get camp reports, which camp is starting this week, next week, two weeks, whatever, we're going to start getting some real hard information about who's playing where and with who. So it's not just going to be like speculating that a player is this good or we think he's that good. We're going to have the coaches saying you belong with the A unit. So I'm going to be able to evaluate that a little bit better when I actually have that information. I'll feel more comfortable about, you know, really giving you information on that, too. But we do have some stuff on it. Um, you know, hit me up on Twitter if you want. We have a alpha IDP alpha chat. We'll get you in there if you want. You can talk it over with some of the guys in there. And you know, we speculate, you know, prognosticate all that good stuff. So got one more question here from Trey. He says, half, redraft half and full PPR leagues. How would you rank Claypool, Kirk, and Olave? One to three. Um, Claypool, Olave, and Kirk. Um, Claypool, I know he didn't have the most prolific season, but I mean, he basically had the exact he actually had a the almost identical season to his rookie year this last year, minus the touchdown. So he didn't regress like people say he did. He did not regress. Touchdowns regressed, but people said that was going to happen anyway. So he did not regress. Ignore that narrative. If he can at least maintain that, you could play him every week. Okay? So he's a known commodity. Kirk, I don't want no part of that. I don't want no part of anything going on in Jacksonville, period, unless it is Josh Allen or Forsyth Olakun. That's just where I'm at. I don't want Trevor. I don't want none of that. Don't want those problems. Okay. And then Olave, uh, I think I put him in the middle. Um, just because we we have seen this thing where rookies no longer need two to three years to break out. Drafted pretty high on a team that needs that wide receiver help. He could get force fed the ball, and you don't have to be ridiculously prolific if you get 140 targets. You know what I'm saying? Like a Jalen Waddle. All you have to do is make your catches. And, you know, be that guy for your team. So I think he can pull that off. We'll have to see. Again, we'll know more when we get into training camp, all that good stuff. So, all right. Been about 30 minutes. I'm going to wrap it up here. IDP Army. Appreciate you guys. More videos coming. I'm going to finish out the the, the, the linebacker rankings. That will be coming soon. We're going to do the podcast for 
the next division previews and we're going to cut those videos up there'll be each team on the channel as well so check those out the next set of sleeper video or sleepers seven sleepers will probably be i'll probably do that once a week maybe once every two weeks just depending on the reception of this one and you know if i'm as i'm finding sleepers in real time uh be sure to sign up for the patreon guys gals it means a lot to us we have the ultimate idp index we have the dynasty index we have underdog rankings for best ball fantasy as well check out the merch store subscribe to the channel subscribe to the podcast and leave us a you know a review and we just thank you humbled that you all are still here with us rocking as we roll into our fourth year i can barely believe i'm saying that but uh yeah, let's get it, IDP. Let's get it, IDP Army. I will see you guys. I don't know in a day or two. All right, peace. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.